Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. Be'ezes Hashem, Shalom Bayez, Shir number 230. We're going to talk today about very powerful and practical pieces of advice that can help put a marriage on track, to enhance it, to make it beautiful, to protect it. So, step number one in order to do this is simply to take responsibility for your own behavior. The key really is, is not to focus primarily on your spouse, but on yourself and your own self-improvement. You cannot change his or her behavior. You can change your own behavior with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. The only thing you could change with your wife or husband's behavior is to daven for them, and that helps, as we spoke about in many, many times. But it's very, very important when you're frustrated that your husband is not changing or your wife's not changing. You could daven for them. You could act in certain ways that would help promote it. You do the necessarily necessary yishtadlis for it. But the basic nekuda is ultimately, if each spouse, husband, wife themselves, focus on their own self-improvement, what they need to change in their behavior in order to become a better person and a better spouse, that will enhance ultimately the marriage. And of course, when it's a two-way street, when both of them are doing that, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing that causes a marriage to grow. Number two, not to return a sin for a sin, meaning like this, that just like there's an iser loisikoim and loisitar, you cannot, cannot take revenge or retaliation or even just verbally do that. So you make up your mind that even if your husband or wife did something wrong or that upset you, that you're not going to also sin. You're not also going to do something wrong in response to anything that your spouse said or did. That way, what happens is, is your behavior is dictated not by moods, but rather by what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from you. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to help your spouse and to create a, an atmosphere where your spouse will respect you and your spouse will trust you. Now, of course, the situations where it calls for being assertive or expressing your rights, if your husband or wife is being uh, abusive in any way, you know, you don't just turn the other cheek. Sometimes you need to express what's upsetting you. We're not talking about that. That, of course, is important. But as a general rule, though, if your husband or wife did something wrong. We're not talking about abuse now. If it's abuse, then you need outside protection and outside help or, or someone that's serious, has a serious mental illness, things like that, or a real serious anger problem. Those situations are somewhat different where you need outside help to get that person that help or to get special advice how to protect yourself from it. But we're talking here about general good people that have general flawed Midas that everyone has. And as a general rule, that if just because your spouse misbehaved or did something wrong, you don't in turn in kind and say, I'm going to behave wrong back. You trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Here's where Amuna comes in. You say, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu want from me right now? Yes, my wife was in a bad mood and I was subject to some of her bad mood. My husband... Um, was very distant today, and I suffered because of his distance. But what am I going to do now? What's my reaction now? And never return and say, I'm going to um, 
do some more negative behaviors because of what my spouse did in his or her own negative behaviors. So that is side number two, that not to return a negative behavior because of a negative behavior. That even if something upsetting happened, you tell yourself what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from you, and you don't do nekama, and you don't do netira, but rather respond with a certain kindness and a consideration. And usually what happens is, is that the other spouse does chap, does realize and say, you know, I, I, I didn't behave properly, and I need to improve. Number three, to admit your faults. If a person was overly angry or said harsh things and they hop that they did that, they need to right away ask Mechila and so that the healing could begin right away. Don't wait. If you know you made mistakes that you regret, you got upset and at your wife or husband over the phone and you were very harsh or something, then you pick up the phone and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Please be Michael me. I was upset about something else. And, and and let me correct what I did, and I apologize. That right away heals the marriage. It doesn't allow the resentment to take root. It allows it to, to, to heal. So that's a very important thing also, that if you hop, you realize that you hurt your husband or wife in whatever way, and you realize it. So it's very important to right away ask forgiveness and c- correct that behavior, and say you're not going to do it again, and start again, and do this as soon as you realize that error. It's very important. Number four is to actually be Michael, to forgive, especially if your husband or wife sincerely is asking you forgive forgiveness, because what happens with, with your unforgiving, it very often hurts the person that's not forgiving, even more than the other person. And sometimes... And it's very hard. No one's going to say human nature is that when you feel resentment and you feel bitterness because you were hurt, it's very difficult to be Michael sometimes. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, tells us to do this, and that means we have the ability to do this. And ultimately, we, what we need to realize, again, even if there's a Shaloy Lashma over there also, is that it helps you get unstuck and realize that HaKadosh, you make mistakes too. And plus, like Rav Pam used to say, that um, if you are Michael, your spouse, your husband or wife, believe Shalom, even though they offended you or hurt you, that if you're ever in a situation where you angered or offended HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he will forgive you or he'll at least you know suspend any harsh judgments because of the fact he'll see hey you also were hurt and yet you were michael you also were hurt and yet you were mavra amidaisav you overcame that and forgave anyway i'm going to do the same for you and i'm going to give you that leeway and i'm going to give you that benefit so there's a mida connected mida in the positive sense when you michael your husband and you michael your wife and it releases you from a lot of resentment. It's hard to do sometimes, but especially when forgiveness is asked, it's important to do your best to be Michael Belev Shalom. Another number five is to speak the MS with Ahava. We said that you're allowed to change things because of Darke Shalom. That is true. But nevertheless, there are times where you need to be open and honest and truthful to one another, even if it sometimes could hurt. But it's very important that when you do that, 
you do that with a certain love and consideration. Don't allow the hurts and frustrations to build up in you. And then it hits a point of explosion or it hits a point of just giving up or creates a distance. So it's very important to communicate and share both things, the positive feelings with and the love for one another, but also when something is difficult, to be honest with each other and to be truthful, but with love. You say, you know, I love you very much and I know you're a good person, and but what you said that day really hurt me, was insensitive and... You know, or I, I feel maybe you, you, you said it the right way, but for some reason I took it the wrong way or it hurt me. And you talk about it with each other and you try to understand each other. So that is another thing that when you hit the point where you're talking truths to one another and they need to communicate, you, you temper it with a, a hava, with a great consideration. We know this about a Shabbos, right? When you go into Shabbos, you have to say nicely, um, you know, iraftem, isartem, the erev, the do the meiser, hadlikus aner, right? Er Shabbos, you know, everyone's busy and, and there's a tenseness. And nevertheless, you speak with a calmness, even when you have to bring out things that have to be done. You do it with a kindness. Number six is to daven for one another. The remez and the symbol of what Yitzchak and Rivka davened for each other. It's a symbol, the dairis and the dairi dairis, how each husband and wife need to daven for each other. Not just a matter of conceiving children, but in every single aspect. And again, this goes with when when the, one of them is not, you know, behaving properly and there's ways to do this. You daven for Kaddish Baruch Hu for guidance and you daven for each other. And you daven for each other and HaKadosh Baruch Hu listens. And again, this doesn't take away the fact, we said this many times, that if one of them has a real serious, serious issue of abusiveness or, 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 or an extreme case of OCD or something that the other spouse has difficulty handling, handling alone, of course they should not handle it alone. They need outside help, they need protection, they need to have ways to do that. But you could still daven to help you sit the situation. And certainly under more normal situations, you daven for each other. You daven for each other's good health. You daven for each other's well-being. You daven for each other's that to, to help you be the shliach to fulfill their needs, and so on and so forth. Another Number seven, which is also important, is to find good chaverim that are to, to help you. In other words, in every marriage, I believe that every husband, every wife needs a husband, a male friend, a wife, a female friend, that needs a a real, objective, good, kind friend to, to confide in and to talk about and to talk to in their, in their overall life. And that helps indirectly the marriage. Now, again, the question is, is how much you talk to your friend about your own marriage, that is an interesting question, and it's a complicated question. Because truth be told, a person, there's a certain privacy, a certain sneeze, and a certain respect for your husband or wife. We just don't talk about private things. And I don't just, I don't just mean intimate. That, that goes without saying. The physical intimacy aspects of it is, of course, meant to be private. But even other things that are less private, but they're still personal things, that friends talk to friends about their husbands and wives, they need to be careful about that. There's nothing wrong with talking. In pa- you, know, my, I, I, you know, my husband decided 
to go shopping and this is what happened or, or whatever it is, that's okay. But you need to really know when and how to talk to your marriage about somebody else, to somebody else. And it's Kedai for each person, a husband or wife, if they're fortunate enough or they should daven for it, to find a confident, competent, objective friend or mentor that sometimes they could talk things through with to help the situation. So those um, are concepts, those seven that we mentioned here, that are very important. It's it over and practice in your in, in your real life. Number one, taking responsibility for your own behavior. Number two, not to return sin for sin, not to be noikim, not to be noiter. Number three is to admit your faults and to ask mechila. Number four is to actually be Michael. Number five is when you need to speak the truth, and even if it's uncomfortable, and it's necessary though, you speak with a hava, with a love, with a consideration. Number six, you daven for one another. And number seven is you find healthy friendships that could ultimately help you and help your marriage as well. Have a wonderful day.